Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. everybody. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am one of your co-hosts, Stacey Heller. I'm joined by the other co-host. Hey, it's me, Eric Ryder. There you are. Are you ready to... Uh, we? I'm excited for today's show because last week we picked the topic of favorite podcasts and hello, we're a podcast, so yes, done. Uh, but I feel like there's more that we need to discuss with that. So in the meantime, let me welcome everybody to the show. Remind you that uh, Don't Ask Me to Talk is meant to be a show that's a distraction from all the negative stuff that we consume damn, uh, daily. As I like to say, we focus on random goodness or good randomness uh, because good stuff should be shared and random stuff should be shared too. So thanks to everyone who listens to the show and the podcast, of course. If you like it, then share it. Share things that are good, people. And remember to subscribe, rate, or comment. And you can also check out my podcast, AC Connects, and see what you think of that. If you want to connect with us, remember that you can text 475-999-2726, or you can leave a voicemail at what is it, Eric? 475-999-CRAM. You know, that one and the bra six one are really in a dead heat for me. I just can't decide. And Whatever sticks really, in your brain. That's the honestly, important thing. that's the one. So, um, you know, we've got to maybe add some music, you know, because I know you're not busy. And so I'm sure you have tons <laughs> of time to work on this jingle. Um, so are you ready to hear what we're celebrating today? You know, I am. Okay. So. One. I, I'm going to go, you know how the show goes from the sublime to the ridiculous? I'm going to do right. that. And okay. I was thinking about that intro. Are you the sublime and I'm the ridiculous or is it vice versa? I think it's vice versa. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm good with being ridiculous. Um, all right. So let's start with the sublime, which today it is National Junk Food Day. All right. So um, after I eat my junk food that I have here, I... I have my junk food. You've got Cheetos, Chester's popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> so here's the deal. I would love to be a sponsor. This is, I think, a new product that is out. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. that before. Yeah, well, that's because you can only buy it in gas stations where the good <laughs> snacks are. And it has, like, it's a good deal. It's only $2.29 for a bag. And I'll tell you what, better than cheese puffs, better than cheese doodles, so good. All so right. this is in honor of National Junk Food Day. I have my junk food. Can so you hear is, it, everybody? is it better than regular Cheetos? Yes. All right. It's like, it's the puff corn. It's like you get the cheesiness and mm -hmm. then it's just kind of like, it's lighter. I don't know. It's really good. Yeah. All so. right. I'll give it a try. Excellent. Uh, so that is 
where we're going to start. It is do also... You, I mean, aside from the, the popcorn, though, do you indulge in fast food? I'm not a big fast food guy, but occasionally I do like to get a good burger uh, from, like, uh, Frisco Freeze down in Tacoma or Pickwick, a little drive-in. Um, and on very rare occasions, I'll stop into, like, a, a Burger King or something if I'm on the road. But uh, very rarely do I go to the, the national chains when it comes to that that level of food. How about yourself? Well, Eric, I'm glad you asked. I am convinced now that you are way more bougie than I am because <laughs> I am a total junk food junkie. I have terrible eating habits. Even as a 52-year-old woman, I don't eat nearly enough greens. Well, I'm in the same boat for for sure. I just don't drop by McDonald's very often. But Well, A, as a Diet Coke drinker, any port in a storm. So uh, (laughs) McDonald's always has a good Diet Coke because they bricks the machine properly. So it has the right ratio of like the fizzy stuff to the syrup. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, also their ice cream cones are good. Wendy's, my mom has taught me, have the best burgers at the best price. So, hey, all of you seniors out there, I want you to know that at Wendy's, you can get a burger, a junior cheeseburger for like a buck 50 or something, and you can get a free small soft drink. And so you could basically have lunch at Wendy's for a buck 50 or something like that. Well, you know, um, this ties into our our topic for today, which is great podcasts. And one of my favorite podcasts is Doughboy's. Uh, where it's all about chain restaurants, and they they rate Wendy's very highly. So you're not alone there. Uh, But they highly recommend the chicken sandwich. So do you uh, get the chicken sandwich ever? So I really was not a uh, frequent visitor of Wendy's. My mother is such a frequent visitor that the manager of her local Wendy's offered her a job. Keep in mind, she's 82. Um, and neither of her. Oh, she wrists needs work. to move out here and get her and get her a job at Dingfelder's. Oh my gosh, we <laughs> should, totally should do that. Because that's She'd way be... better than Wendy's, right? Um, although the portions would like freak her out at Dingfelder's because you get so much and she gets overwhelmed. Anyway, I digress. Uh, she can so share. She can share. She she would share with you, Eric. She loves you. Um, <laughs> I'm all for her. I'm all for the sharing. <laughs> So, um, yeah, Wendy's is kind of a new thing for me. There was never one nearby where I lived and uh, where I live now, I have to make an effort to go to it. And so I am definitely a convenience junk food person. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, just uh, saying. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those things that, uh, you know, as an occasional treat, it's fantastic. You know, I love going to, you know, dropping by Dick's and get that milkshake getting that Dick's Deluxe, it, it's so good. Yeah, it's true. And, um, you know, it's the sugar that's in things. Like, I apparently I'm a sugar addict. Um, so I really need to work on that. But, you know, that really feels like a next week thing um, because I have to tell you what the other holiday is that we're going to celebrate. And that is take a monkey to lunch day. <laughs> So, yes. So I think you you could really combine these things and that's and take a monkey to Dick's. 
that's what I'm saying. I cannot start or stop eating junk food now because I feel like where would I take a monkey to lunch? And right. I don't know that the monkey can go someplace super fancy. Uh, so I'm thinking junk food. So now yeah, they're not serving fast- monkeys at Greenblatt's or I don't know. That's just a generic <laughs> name for a fancy restaurant, but uh, a fancy restaurant. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm fascinated by Take a Monkey to Lunch Day. I guess this holiday has been around for like 20 some odd years. And it is, uh, of course, it was meant about conservation and awareness and and that kind of thing. But I'm kind of like, of all the things, like, why isn't it like feed a banana to a monkey day or like monkey around day or something like that? But Take a Monkey to Lunch Day is fascinating. Yeah, it's so specific. It's not just you know, hey, monkeys need protection day or something like that, or, you know, let's appreciate our Simeon Friends Day. It's take a monkey to lunch day, which I know seems kind of hard for most of us to celebrate. I mean, a little bit. And I, you know, like monkey see, monkey do right by a monkey. Like, that's clever. Um, So you would think that that would be the most ridiculous holiday that occurs on this date. No, no, there's one more. You ready for it? Go for it. Invite an alien to live with you day. All right. (laughs) So. Are we talking space aliens or are we just talking uh, illegal aliens? Although that's become kind of problematic language at this point, but. Right, I know. I mean, I'm sort of like, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna go. Actually, I don't know the answer to that question, but I know where I could find out the answer to that question. Um, in my handy-dandy national calendar website where I get this stuff from to begin with. Um, so let's check out where Invite an Alien to Live With You Day comes from. So apparently it's celebrated every year on July 21st to remember the four-year-long Pam. Dauber and Robin Williams show Mork and Mindy. I, I watched that as a kid. Did you watch that show? Nanu Nanu. Of Nanu. course. Nanu Nanu with yeah. the handshake thing with the yeah. fingers. So uh it the first episode in 19 aired in 1978. And I don't know who started this, but somebody decided that they were gonna make a holiday about this Hmm. which is interesting it shows you how specific these holidays are that are on this site like you know i mean i feel like it could be like you know wear pink polish on your big toe day there you go the thing i I remember about mork from mork was that he aged in reverse uh which was you know, they made a whole movie about that. The Benjamin, Benjamin Button. Button. <laughs> yes. Right. He's the OG Benjamin Button. So how many other little factors of Mork from Mork can be spun off into into movies? I don't know. But uh, right? it's interesting I mean, they the, went with that one. And Jonathan Winters played That's right. his, his like, son? father or, I think or was, son. <laughs> was it his son? He hatched out of an egg. Yes. <laughs> so, Which is Lady Gaga. There you go. Like Lady Gaga, like some award show, uh, she did a performance where she hatched out of an egg. I mean, you know, we talked about classic TV last week, and I, I think we totally neglected to talk about Mork from Mork, but uh, that's one I may have to revisit. 
well, you know what? You can invite an alien to live with you and you guys can just sit there and watch Mork and Mindy and you'll be very happy. Well, yeah, I think that these days can be a metaphor. Uh, so maybe if I can find a monkey show, that'll be like <laughs> taking a monkey to l- lunch and uh, watching Mork for Mork would be the inviting the alien to live with me for the day. Yeah, like Magilla Gorilla. Do you remember that Magilla Gorilla? How much is that gorilla in the window? Right. It was a cartoon. And I feel like there was uh, a couple uh, monkey detective shows in the 70s. Yes. The 70s were a weird time for TV, but uh, yeah. Yeah. What was the monkey detective? Something Link? I don't remember, but I, I totally like I'm having one of those uh, like those memory moments where, you know, somebody doesn't bring something up for years and years and then they bring it up and you're like, what? Like. I'm uncovering something from the back recesses of my mind. Did you find it? Well, there is Detective Chimp, but I don't think that was the show. No, it was something else. Like he had a partner or something. Lancelot Link, Secret Chimp. Huh. I don't know if that's the one I was thinking of, but That's definitely the one I was thinking of. All right. Interesting. Um, 17 episodes. Wow. Wow. That's it? Where is he now? Uh, right. Uh, you know, uh, probably having lunch with somebody. <laughs> it was all chimpanzees uh, were the main cast of this show. I, tell I, me that this was animated. No, this was live <gasps> action. And uh, <laughs> no way. A real show, Lancelot Link. Yes. And there was <gasps> another one called Mr. Smith, uh, which featured an orangutan. Yeah, I am shook he was right a, now. Is a this talking a regional orangutan. show? No, these were national shows uh, in the United States. Uh, Mr. Smith was on NBC. Uh, and so the orangutan who played Mr. Smith had been in Every Which Way But Loose and the sequel, Any Which Way You Can. Oh, my gosh. I. This is what I'm going to do after we record today. I'm 100% going to go check this out. I am rattled. And of course, off topic too. Um, and, and 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 don't dial up four seven five nine 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 cram and tell us that orangutans and chips are monkeys because we know that. But colloquially speaking, the right. simians are all referred to as monkeys, even though technically they're not monkeys. We know that. Right. Right. Exactly. They don't identify that way, and they aren't that. But we're just, you know. We're just monkeying around here. Oh, my gosh. You are bananas. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, let's take a break because I am I'm really rattled by this Lancelot link thing. So we need a break. And then when we come back, we'll actually talk about what our topic is today, which is our favorite podcast. So keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. Stacey Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. 
Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am one of your hosts, Stacey Heller. I'm joined by Eric Ryder. That's right. That's me. So, I mean, I really feel like for that opening part of the show, we nailed the whole from the sublime to the ridiculous thing. Oh, we definitely got to the ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I am I'm not sure about the sublime, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, all right. So we picked as our topic last week favorite podcasts now absolutely and you know i before we dive into that uh if you don't mind i feel like we need we almost need a segment called ps or something like to mention the stuff that we forgot to say from the previous week or previous weeks shows and um you know last week we talked about classic television and uh we we mentioned the office but um I forgot to mention that uh, not only am I rewatching that right now because it, it's a great show and I haven't seen it since it first aired, but Peacock has a, a new version of the show called Superfan Episodes where they put in all the deleted scenes. And so they're like extended uh, shows. And there there's usually about like an extra 10 minutes, sometimes up to 20 minutes of additional material in these shows. So you feel like you're watching a brand new show with all this stuff that unless you had the DVDs and watched all the deleted scenes, you it's all new to you. Um, and I mentioned that because uh, not only a great show and a good recommendation <laughs> talking about classic TV, but there is a podcast called Office Ladies hosted by two of the uh, stars of the show and, um, and Angela, Angela, yeah, that's right. And uh, Pam uh, from the show, Jenna Fisher and Angela. I'm blanking on her last name at the moment. Yeah, I can't think either. But um, uh, it's a great podcast. It, it's funny in its own right, but they just really go into uh, you know plot summaries and uh, uh, details of exactly how the show was made, and it's really fascinating. So, highly recommend if you are a fan of The Office to check out. Office Ladies and check out the Office Super Fan episodes. They're up to five seasons now so far on Peacock. That is cool. It's um so Jenna Fisher, you mentioned, and it's Angela Kinsey. Angela Kinsey, that's right. And you know, the other thing from the PS that I did want to mention also is last week it was uh, Grand Mariner Day. Uh, <laughs> as I like to pronounce Marnier. it. <laughs> That's right, as you like to pronounce it. But, you know, the Mariners are on a winning streak right now. I mean, 14 games in a row that they've won. 
and we'll see how it goes. But uh, this is a, a big deal. So I, I want to say I'm not obviously we've talked about the fact that I'm not a big sports fan and you've talked about that, too. But I am always happy when our local teams are doing well because it means so much to so many people. So go totally. Mariners. Go, you Grand Mariners. Yeah, you Marniers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love that. That's like, that is a good follow up. And uh, last week, I think was the home run derby. And uh, one of the Mariner players uh, was very close to winning, but ended up not snagging it, but still great showing. Um, Okay, so I love that you started off with a podcast that is essentially a comedy. I was making a list of all the podcasts that I listen to, or I will say some of the top ones. And it's generally, I really like ones where I'm being amused. It's storytelling and that's a key element. And then of course, there's the podcast that you and I are both involved in, in some way, shape or form. And that's just shameless advertising, which I will hundred percent do later. Um, but let's start with the ones that is not shameless advertising. So let's go back and forth. We'll have a little volley. So you mentioned sure. the office ladies. Office ladies, yep. That's a good one. I will mention that I am a huge fan of Smartless, which is a podcast with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. The three of them started doing it during the pandemic. And the premise is that one of them brings on a guest that the other two don't know who the guest is, so they don't have to prepare. Um, you know, they joke that they didn't do it really for the surprise element. They did it because then uh, everybody doesn't have to do the work each time. And they're clearly doing it over Zoom. And they have some really interesting conversations. And what I like is that the conversations are pretty frank and human, which I enjoy. And I was reminded during one of the episodes, I think it was with Sandra Bullock, and she was, uh, she did the show and she was talking about how she was on a press junket for one of her movies. And they were saying, oh, your publicist must be within earshot and whatever. And very often the publicists are not. And so that's an interesting thing because these guests that come on are typically just like coming on and letting it all hang out and telling stories. And, you know, it's not always publicist approved, if you will. And that's kind of a a cool thing. And I've been very surprised by how much I really like Will Arnett um, because you know, he's got that voice and that presence and that humor yeah, he's great. and he's great. And I didn't expect him to be as uh, deep and thoughtful as he is. And he's quite deep and thoughtful, which I am thrilled to find out. Slightly off topic, but have you checked out Murderville on uh, Netflix? Uh, I have not. Oh, that is a lot of fun. Will Arnett stars as a detective and every day of every episode, he is paired with a new celebrity uh, oh, yes. detective I've in training. Oh, yes, i this. And Conan O'Brien was the first one. And our own Marshawn Lynch from the Seahawks was on the uh, second episode. And it's really funny uh, and well okay. worth checking out. Okay. I think you told me about this once because I checked it out and I watched um, a bit from it. And it's all improv. 
And I remember watching with yeah, uh, Conan it's, it's mostly improv, but it's really well structured so that they continue the story uh, with every episode, and uh, they they set up the celebrity uh, guests, the uh, detectives in training, <laughs> for right. you know a little bit of humiliation, but very funny. I I gotta check it out. I love that. Okay, um, so that is. Mine. Okay, so now I'm going to volley back to you. So what's another one that you like to listen to? Well, since I mentioned Conan O'Brien, uh, most people know that he had uh, Late Night and he was the host of The Tonight Show for a bit. And he had his own show on uh, TBS for a long time. Uh, but now he's got a very successful podcast called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend which is, uh, it, you know, uh, continuing what the talk show did, but a little bit uh, longer conversations with his different celebrity guests. But it's also full of the, you know, the humor that the show had. So well right. worth checking out if you're a Conan O'Brien fan or you just like funny conversation. Uh, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Is, yeah, uh, he's, well so worth your time. he's so self-effacing. He's such a goofball. Um, okay. Love that. Let's see. I'll stay on the theme of humorous and I will go with, it's a toss up for me between armchair expert with Dax Shepard that, you know, he does it out of his garage and it's funny what started in a way as a lark, um, I think has become like a real thing. And he and his co-host, her name is Monica. Um, they have all kinds of people on now. And so it's funny this, how podcasts can take on a life from, you know, what you originally intend and you have something to say to, you know, having uh, the opportunity to meet some really incredible people and ask interesting questions. Mm -hmm. So that one, I think, uh, can be funny, but it can also be insightful and thoughtful. Um, and then I'll add literally with Rob Lowe which just makes me laugh because uh, as a member of the Brat Pack in the 80s and into the 90s and his various scandals and the fact that he looks like he hasn't aged uh, and the fact that he was in um, Parks and Rec and he always says literally and that is a funny podcast. So, all right, now I'm throwing it back to you. You get a couple now. <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask you this though. Uh, what's a podcast that you listen to every single week without fail like it's like as soon as it you know it's downloaded into your uh your phone you're like okay bam i'm gonna listen to that as the very next thing or you'll like even stop listening to one and come back to that uh because your favorite uh weekly podcast is out i mean aside from this show of course but naturally, <laughs> what, naturally. what what's your favorite one that uh, makes you kind of go "Ooh, i gotta play that as soon as i can almost so, wanting to be in the car so that you can uh, play that not that you have to be in the car but uh, yeah, I, know what you mean. I find That's when you're commuting there's nothing better than a podcast or a great talk show to help pass the time you know even more than music even as a big music fan I feel like uh, nothing helps make you less aware of the fact that you're stuck in traffic than a, right. a good conversation. I am with you. Um, so I would say that that is smartless for me, that I listen to that all the time, especially if I'm driving uh, over to our lake house. I'll listen to a whole bunch of them and cue them up. Um, and then I, I 
have gotten off the habit of listening to it weekly, but one that I was listening to weekly was How I Built This with Guy Raz. And that one I think is so interesting. Uh, there's a few episodes in particular that I've really loved. And just these conversations that he has with people, uh, you know, all different walks of life, all different interests and uh, talents, abilities, whatever. And usually the underlining theme is, you know, how they built whatever it is that they're doing. So, you know, he had the brothers that started the Life is Good company, and uh, he had um, Norma Kamali on the show, and, you know, just a whole bunch of different people, and I'm curious, and so I love hearing those things. So that is one that I listen to on a regular basis, but it's been a little while. What about you? Um, for me, it's definitely freedom, uh, which I'm not sure if you're aware of, but uh, Threedom is a very funny podcast. It's uh, Paul F. Tompkins, Scott Arkerman, and Lauren Lapkus, and they're all uh, very funny comedic performers that um, mainly have like worked together contributing to a podcast called Comedy Bang Bang, which is also very funny and well worth a listen. But I don't listen to that one every week because for me it depends on uh, on the guests, uh, how much enjoyment I get out of it. I have my favorite guests, like Paul F. Tompkins is one of them. Uh, when he's on there, I never miss Comedy Bang Bang. But if he's not on, I may dip in a little bit and see uh, if this one's for me or maybe it's not. Um, but when they get together, like it's almost like a, a, a super group uh, with the three of them. And it's so funny. They just talk about kind of like us, random stuff, but mm-hmm. um, they don't even, uh, you know, do a topic. It's it's just a- every little bit of conversation uh, ends up spawning some new bit of conversation. And it's it's just, the it makes me laugh more than pretty much anything else out there when those three get together. It's just the funniest thing. Oh, that's, that's fun. I, I love that. I, you know, on the one hand, um, podcasts can be so informative and informational and background stories and that kind of thing. I just love though, being a fly on the wall of interesting conversationalists. And so it sounds like this show that you're uh, talking about is, is like that. And there, and you know, I recently discovered the kind of British version of Threedum, which is called Three Bean Salad, which is a similar, uh, similar idea, but it's three comedians and the listeners suggest a topic each week, and they pick a, a topic kind of randomly, like we do, and mm-hmm. they kind of discuss that. But of course every tangent <laughs> possible they take and it it's just very funny so i've been binging that one lately uh three bean salad well worth it that's fun okay so i have an idea we should uh we should do a thing where people can call in leave a voicemail text our number right the 475-999-2726 and send in a topic and either we'll add it to the wheel of topics Absolutely. or we'll choose it as the next topic. And, you know, it's kind of like a random thing and we'll go off on it and see where we go with our various tangents. Um, so I kind of love that. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, 
Good job, Eric. <laughs> uh, okay, what other ones? We only steal from the best, by the way. Naturally. Um, I'll tell you one thing I, I've been really enjoying, and I've this is one where I've gotten into it uh, like three or four seasons into it, um, uh, but I'm probably going to go back and listen to some of the others. Uh, because uh, I've enjoyed it so much. But uh, Lauren Lapkus, who I mentioned um, mm-hmm. as part of Freedom, also does another podcast called Newcomers. And she does that with Nicole Byer, who's a very funny uh, actress and comedian. And they basically take on a pop culture phenomenon that they have never paid any attention to so uh, this time around they're doing marvel the mcu so they watch 20 movies and it's just very funny to uh, see them come from i hate superhero movies i hate marvel i this is going to be painful to buy the end of it and their final episode of the mcu one dropped yesterday or a couple days ago and now they're big fans. So it's just funny That's to hear funny. that transition. And also funny for them to like try and get their heads around some of the concepts and some of the story ideas in the MCU stuff. So it's it's very funny. And if you don't like the MCU, then there's plenty to enjoy there with them kind of making fun of it and going, what the heck? But they also had did a season on Star Wars. They did a season on uh, the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, my gosh. Which, you know, I have never seen any of those. So Same. that would be an interesting one to dip into. And uh, the Tyler Perry universe. They, oh they did gosh, a season yes. on that. So it's it's a very fun podcast. And um, I've been. What's that one called again? It's called Newcomers. Okay. That's awesome. What a good concept. Yeah, it's, it was a great idea. And I got to admit, the first season, I listened to some of the Star Wars stuff, and I was a big Star Wars fan. So to hear them kind of trash like some of my favorite movies, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but what kept me listening was the um, the guests that are always very funny. And some of them are really big fans, and they kind of defend the stuff. But it's it's just really funny. And so you got to have a little patience, obviously, hearing somebody like just not get something that you love or sometimes you don't love um, in the case of like the prequels, for instance, with Star Wars. Uh, Right. But uh, a a very funny podcast. I'll recommend one more that I I like a lot called, uh, you know, I've mentioned all these like comedy ones, but History This Week is a great podcast. Not very funny, but it's put out by the History Channel, and they they pick an event from this week in in the past, and okay. they do kind of a like a half hour deep dive on that story. And they've pulled out some of the most fascinating, interesting stories that I've never heard ever uh, discussed in history, um, and. It's is consistently very entertaining and educational. That's cool. I'm gonna check that one out. That one, uh, you said history this week. History this week. Yep. Wow, that sounds good. I see. This is the stuff that I love. Those little random, like bits that you have no idea. Um, now, this next one that I'm gonna share, I don't listen to. My daughter does listen to it, and she says that it is a uh, very popular one, My Favorite Murder. Oh, okay. 
I, so, I know the the true crime genre is really big with podcasts, starting yes. with serial and then kind of blossoming off into a million different branches from there. So um, what's it called again? My Favorite Murder. My Favorite Murder. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, because who doesn't have a favorite murder? Right. Um, <laughs> but apparently it is very popular and uh, the stories are, you know, interesting. And then they also have, from what I hear, some uh, interactive content with people calling in to tell like weird things that have happened. And um, she was telling me. Uh, earlier uh, when I was asking her about podcasts, uh, knowing we were going to talk about this, and she was telling me about the show, and she said they one time had a story about a mom in the 80s who somebody, she walked into her kitchen and there was somebody with a knife, and uh, the mom's response was, why don't you just go get a job? And the person that was in her home in the kitchen was so, like, thrown off, they just, like, turned around and left. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it just confirms what the comedian John Mulaney says in his uh, his stand-up routine, uh, Kid Gorgeous. Like, you got to troll him off your rhythm. So, there you go. Um, do we have time for any more? Yeah, we've only got about uh, four minutes left. Um, so, if I can quickly recommend one that I don't listen to all the time, because uh-huh. for me, it's dependent on whether I like the song or not. Uh, but if you if you find one on a song that you like, it's a really fascinating podcast and it's really short called Song Exploder. And they do like a deep dive on how your favorite songs were made. Um, and it's not one that I, again, listen to every week. But when it's somebody that I like, a song I like or an artist that I like, it's a fantastic listen. Oh, that's cool. That's a great one. I love how diverse the shows are that you and I listen to and share. And that's the whole point of this section of the program, because there's good stuff to share, um, you know, and there's the podcast that you're involved in, which remind people besides doing uh, Don't Ask Me to Talk, you also have your own. Yes, I, I do have a podcast called Hidden in Plain Sight. It's uh, it's about uh, the stories of indie rock, <laughs> alternative uh, rock artists that uh, I'm a huge fan of and some people are really big fans of, and yet they never really broke through to the mainstream. And I did one season of this uh, a couple of years ago, but then COVID happened and it ended up being more difficult to continue but there's still some great interviews up there now and then i hope to uh bring it back in the coming weeks or months or whenever yeah, i can bring it back <laughs> bring it back i love it um and then of course there is uh, a bunch of podcasts that i am associated with um because frankly i love to talk and the two of the ones um you know, there's the podcast Wisdom from the Wardrobe mm-hmm. that is great. It's, um, they say, uh, not so serious talk about style. Uh, At the Root, which is with Greg Kuyper. Um, this show is all about you with J.D. Winnikin. Right. Um, which, there of is... course, is also heard right here on Kixie on uh, Mondays at 3 o'clock. Yep, totally. Uh, an interesting one if you're into kind of true crime and 
more local, if you're in the Washington area, is the podcast Common Ground. That is a six or seven episode series about um, a double home invasion that occurred in the North Bend area back about know, 10 years ago. And I'm actually, um, I'm on that show interviewing uh, Tennyson Jacobson, who was the person that was attacked. Uh, and then there's the podcast that I do with Brooke Kennedy of Sweet Bee, um, which is called Between Two Cheeks. And it is a full season, 20 episodes talking about sugaring and waxing. Wow. I mean, <laughs> Who does not want to uncover? Who knew all you could say that now? much? Right. But Trust me, we uncover everything. That sounds like a real no. deep dive. No pun it intended. Is, it is a very deep dive. So right. uh, anyway, if you have some other suggestions, of course, you should always share them with us. You can, uh, again, text or call 475-999-2726. Yes, um, or 475-99-YAP-AN. And <laughs> I can tell you next week's PS uh, segment is going to be way longer because there's already like a million that I'm knowing that I, I should have mentioned, but we're constrained by time, unfortunately. 100%. So, um, all right, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, let us see what the Lord of the Sandwich himself is up to Vance Dingfelder of Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Don't ask me to talk. Hey, welcome back to the show. Don't ask me to talk with Stacy and Eric. So uh, best part of every show is, of course, finding out what we're eating with Vance Dingfelder of Dingfelder's Delicatessen and- A- A.K.A. the Lord of the Sandwich. What's Lord? Wow. <laughs> you know, that's a pretty bold thing to be calling somebody. Well, the Sandwich I mean, Lord is working right now. I'm working the line as we I love speak. it. Yes. yes. So, so cool. So what are you making then? Uh, right now, I'm packing. Actually, it's, a, it's an order for a door dasher. They're coming to pick it up. It's uh, You can tell this person. You know, you can tell by people's orders, right? You can tell they have good taste already if they're ordering from Dingfelder's Deli. from Dingfelder's, right? Yeah. And this poor door dash guy. He's like going, I want, you know, what are you doing? Because I'm alone. Yes, Dingfelders yes. has a staffing problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's an opportunity. Absolutely. Um, so let's check out this order for a minute. All right, it's, let's do it. Let's, let's unpack it as you Yeah, pack it. let's find out let's what a typical order is. It. This is what they're eating. And it's a quart of hot matzo ball soup. Uh, a pint of mushroom barley soup hot, kasha kanish hot, one lone cinnamon rugula, <laughs> a quarter pound of lakshmir, 
a pumpernickel bagel, a sesame bagel. Half a pound of pastrami, hot. Half a loaf of rye. Half a pound of coleslaw. And four ounces of Russian dressing. And four ounces of chopped liver. What do you think they're going to do? It <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. And when can and I expect this to there, arrive? The dasher is sitting out there, and he's, he's, he's looking at his phone, tapping his feet, going, what's up? I'm here. Give me my feet. Right. Well, he's I mean, saying, what am I, delivering chopped liver here? What am I, oh, chopped that's, liver? <laughs> that's, that's funny, Eric. Well, that is funny. Here's, here's the deal. So what's the deal? I'll, I'll give a PSA. So first of all, people sometimes mistake Dingfelders as like a fast food. It is not a fast food place. Oh, it's everything but. Right. Every single thing made is made to order. Um, And so people have to keep that in mind when they come by or when they order. Uh, Just keeping in mind that every single thing is being sliced fresh, put together fresh, the whole thing. Um, and you can hear some of that in the background, by the way. I know. You totally can. I love this. I love that Vance is like literally working it. And by the way, um, for those of you that don't like waiting, I know, then let your friends and family know that Dinkfelders is hiring counter help. And then that would speed up the process, people. Um, you know, reach out to Vance through the website or go in and apply for a job. Come on, get out working. And by the way, that website, dingfelders.com. Exactly. Uh, so I'm fascinated by the warm soup and the, like, I mean, the warmed knish, if you're going to eat it right away, that makes sense. That tracks. But I feel like there's like dinner for tonight and then breakfast tomorrow happening. I was kind of surprised by this order because of how warm it is today. And yet this is all like, you know, hot soup, <laughs> hot pastrami, stuff like that, uh, which it seems like more of a, a cool day order. But, you know, it's so good. You get it whenever you're craving it, of course. Um, it's interesting. People do. Um, they do. They, uh, the soup, mozzarella soup, hot or cold day. Now, great. In the winter, we saw quite a bit more. Yep. Today, you've sold, let's see, I'll tell you how many we've sold. I think this is funny. We've sold 21 so far today. Wow. 21 matzo ball soups. And that's a random be, Thursday in the summer? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, in the winter, we sell 100. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But what an interesting thing for people to... Um, to have it kind of makes you want to know like the story behind orders do you ever speculate like what's going on like oh she's pregnant she's got a craving or oh they have covid and they need soup yes that is true that is true you you know you kind of well you can hear people uh, i'll give you an example there's there's this wonderful woman who's dear her name's hetty and um she, she was going through chemo. Actually, she did a transplant. She's got leukemia. Okay. And for six weeks, for six weeks, she did nothing tasted good. Sarah, picking up for Sarah. <laughs> so for 
by the way, folks, this is how it works. You place your order at the order window, and then you go to the pickup window, and your name is called. Stacy, Stacy Heller. <laughs> I'm I right think your here. order's ready. Okay. So, <laughs> how much is that to DoorDash to Veranda Beach? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Did you place an order, Stacy? Totally worth it, but probably hundreds of dollars. <laughs> hey, we, you know, we right. delivered to the station. So, so Hetty only ate our matzo ball soup every day for six weeks. And that's all she could eat. It's all she wow. could eat. She literally says it helped cure her cancer. And she's an amazing woman. And just, just saying. And I saw her at a at a family reunion that we did on Sunday over at Wisteria Hall. That was just phenomenal. Anyway, what are we eating? Well, what sounds like we we're eating, eating whatever we walk up and order. That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, on another note, Stacy. Um, one of your listeners came to the deli. And what? Yes, yes, it was so exciting. And she was adorable. This woman says, I heard about you. I listen to Stacy's show every week. She goes, I love how you describe about what you're eating. I had to come and eat. Her and her daughter came. I think her name was... Um, R.L., something like that. Rose. Oh, Rosalinda. Rosalinda, yes. Shout her. out to Rosalinda. Shout out to Rosalinda for coming down to Ding Felders yesterday. All right, oh. so. Okay, so tonight, tonight, what am I eating? I'm eating tuna on a Kaiser roll with lettuce, tomato. And, you know, I might just put bacon on it. <laughs> Bacon Interesting. Makes everything taste better. Hey, that's a perfect order did, did for I, a hot day. Did I ever tell you about the Normandy sandwich that I invented for my father's restaurant? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't we think you did. To, do we have time? Do we have, do we have time? Do you have time? Is the question. You're the busy I'm, man. I'm working. I'm putting things together while we're talking. <laughs> I mean, until somebody comes to the window. I'm All right. Doing, I'm doing a chow now order right now. Um, All right, so tell us about the sandwich, and then we'll let you go. And have it delivered to the station. Did you know it? I got to do that <laughs> for I'm one of these shows for sure. DoorDash delivers to the east side. Fantastic. So the Normandy sandwich, it, it's a bagel that you cut, open face, you toast it. On it, you put tuna fish. And by the way, it's the same tuna that I sell that my father had in his restaurant. I mean, I've been making it since I was eight years old. Tuna salad. A slice of grilled tomato, a slice of bacon on each one Ooh. that you break in half, and um, uh, Swiss cheese, and you melt the Swiss cheese on top. Oh. He's making it right now for Dan. Yep. I'm fascinated by the fact that it's called a Normandy. Yeah, the Normandy. I, well, I'm going to order that next June 6th. <laughs> the Norman yeah. Day. So where I got the name from, my father's name was Norman. The D for Dingfelder, right? Norman D. That could have been the D-Day then. But the only vacations we ever went on was to, on Junkets to Vegas. And they used to call my old man Mr. D. And I, I used to think that that was the coolest ever. But, you know, little nice. did I realize. <laughs> so anyway, anyway. You know, I'm sorry it was a, a little different 
this week. No, it sounds well, that sounds like know, a great sandwich. First of all, uh, when Vance, we open let's up, say that. when we open up, you guys got to come down and do a live show. That's oh my I'm gosh, saying. yeah, or at least around, you know. <laughs> I'll be like Kermit the Frog. I'll be like, hi ho, this is Kermit the Frog here. I'm on the like scene Kermit? at Dinkbuilders Delicatessen. Um, yes. So, right, we'll do that. All right. So, in the meantime, we're going to let you go and we're going to wrap up by saying one, go to Dinkbuilders, try this, try this tuna salad that Vance is recommending for dinner tonight. Two, when you go to Dinkbuilders, be a little patient. It takes time to care that much. And three, you know somebody looking for work? Send them to Dinkfelders. Oh, anybody want to work the counter at Dinkfelders? Yeah, exactly. You can get uh, you can get a job with a slice of pickles, so yes. or a side hey, of pickles. You, you get a free meal every day. There you go. How about that? Just for that, just just to get a sandwich is worth it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, absolutely. it kind of is. All right. Well, Vance, oh, we'll let you go. We know that you are super busy, thank you but so much. I really appreciate you being so understanding. Oh All my right. gosh, are you kidding? We love you. Place in order. Place in love order, it. Eric. Come on. <laughs> I know you're hungry. I know I, you want to I am. We're about to wrap up the show. So extra and I'm looking at the menu. You. So Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. We'll talk Have to you next night. week, Vance. Take care. Take care, guys. Bye. Man alive. So he is really tempting me <laughs> with that. The fact that with they the can order. Well, <laughs> not just the job, but uh, the idea that uh, they could deliver here to the station with DoorDash. I, I think I might have to take him up on that offer sometime because every time we talk to Vance, we're starving at the end. Uh, and today, no exception, of course. And a great guy, great food, Dinkfeldersdeli.com. Stacy, it's time to wrap up the show, unfortunately. But before we go, you know what time it is. It's time to find out what we're talking about next week with the What's All Good right. Wheel. It's like roulette. Yes. It's, let's go. Absolutely. <laughs> this one, I'm really well. going to have to take the whole week uh, to think about because it's fave video game. And I haven't really been a gamer since I was a kid. How about you? Oh, totally not. So this will be very interesting um, because I feel like this is not like apps that you play on your phone. This is definitely more like console type thing. Well, it could include apps that you play on your phone for sure. They're, it's video games. All right. It's our show. We can do what we want. That's right. All right. Let's do it then. So next week, we're going to talk about our favorite video games. We'll see what Vance has up his sleeve and we'll see what we're celebrating next week. So make sure you tune in to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacy and Eric. We'll see you next week. 